welcome to The Pain Cave. My name is Jay Friedman. I'm your host, and I'm very excited to be joined on the other line by my partner in crime and co-host, the Fulham Flyer, the Shawangunk Express. He is the Tony Krupichka to my Tony Soprano. Phil Vondra, welcome back to The Pain Cave. Good to be here. It's fantastic. I feel like it's kind of quite regular now. We've really got back in the swing of things. Are you talking about your bowel habits or are you talking about our podcasting habits? Oh, let's not talk about those. They're, they're more than regular. They're beyond regular. Phil, we're very excited to have another just incredible trail and ultra runner on the show with us tonight. I don't know how we keep getting so lucky. I'm not even I'm not even going to speculate, but we are joined tonight by one of the one of the best trail runners uh, in the world, really, today, uh, making her her debut appearance here on the show. Coming to us all the way from Mammoth Lakes, California. She you might know her because she just recently finished fifth overall in the Golden Trail World Series one of the most competitive series of trail races in the world. And uh, we can't wait to talk to her about that. She runs for Hoka One One. She runs for Rabbit, Spring Energy, and Dry Max. We are so psyched to welcome in Danny Marino. Danny, welcome to the Pain Cave. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. We can't wait to talk to you and find out a little bit about what's been going on with you and what's coming up next. And we're going to make you answer some really dumb questions. But before we do all of that, Phil, what are we drinking tonight? So I'm drinking a local beer. It's uh, Ober Creek Brewing Company. They're, <clears throat> they're over on the uh, the other side of the river, and it's called Sundial. It's an American Indian pale ale. Cool. I'm also going somewhat local. I have an Omegang Neon Rainbows, a New England-style IPA. Danny, what do you got? Um, not as interesting, but I have a hard kombucha, not local, uh, Kyla. Yeah, tangerine flavor. Tangerine, very nice. That's refreshing. Yeah. All right, excellent. Tropical. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, everybody. It's nice with snow outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easy. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> Cheers. Cool. So, Danny, I think you came onto my radar, certainly, and, and probably the, the radar of most of the people who listen to the show or follow ultra running or trail running in general uh, after you won the Broken Hour Sky Race in 2018. And over the last few years, you've built up quite a reputation at some of the best trail races in in the US really this year i think really marked your i don't i don't want to say debut but at least your coming out party maybe on the international circuit tell us a little bit about your background how you got into trail racing and what the last year has been like for you yeah so um i started trail running I think in 2018, I'm not too sure about that start date, but it's been a couple of years, um, basically because I ran in college at the uh, University of Santa Barbara. I was a D1 athlete, um, took some time away after that, and I was outdoor guiding for a couple of years. And so that's technically when I started trail running, but I didn't really, I kind of had one foot in that door, one foot in every other door in my life at that time. Um, so it was kind of just like, a nice activity to do but as far as like seriously racing i would say yeah 2018 is really when i started looking for competitive races which i think included that broken arrow race um and just really trying to figure out what i liked the sport was so new and i'm sure like everyone that comes into this sport it's just like what do i do <laughs> there's so many different <laughs> ways to go um and so that really i just learned on my own from picking races that it seemed like there was competition, uh, which I do love competition and, um, yeah, just figuring out what I liked. And then, um, 
last year was tough like it was for everyone else um so i got a couple races in um but really there was other things that were higher priority for me so i would say last year was kind of like a year off and then going into this year um I actually had all U.S. races on my schedule, you know, just in case we couldn't travel. Mm -hmm. And then um, it was actually pretty crazy. But the week that we were allowed to go to Spain, uh, they had a Golden Trail race. And the day before the day that they allowed Americans to go in was like the day before the race or something crazy like that or like that Monday. And so I landed no one knew how to handle that situation like on either side like the u.s <laughs> or spain side it was kind of a like a shit show for sure um but somehow managed to make it happen and so i did that race and i got eighth um which i like had mixed feelings about that and then uh i was just gonna stay stateside and then i asked my coach i was like you know what let's just kind of go for it if I fail or don't make the final like at least I learned something but like I really enjoy these U.S. races but I really want to test myself like against the runners that are doing the same kind of discipline as me overseas um, and so yeah and then that's how this year happened. So tell us a little bit how the racing overseas especially in, in some of these you know shorter races how, how that compares to your experience uh, domestically. It's uh that's a hard <laughs> question um it's it's the same but very different um the it's definitely like a different level of intensity there right. i would say and i think it's kind of funny because as a, what i learned is as americans we tend to put a switch back into everything whereas <laughs> europeans are just like how do i get there as fast as i can oh let's go down this 50% grade that, you know, has granite where the slabs are pointing downhill. Like that obviously <laughs> is the fastest way. So we should go that way. <laughs> and so I found myself checking out these courses, just going like intuitively what I would think the a trail course would be. And then I would check my map and I was like, oh no, like it's, it's that one that no <laughs> one is going down that you would never think to run down. Well, they, have, um, uh, they have free medical in Europe. That's why, you know, yeah, we, yeah, that's like... we need switchbacks because if you fall down a 50 degree slope, you're going to the ER. Oh, I told yeah, hundred and ten percent. Yeah, <laughs> but um, there. So there's that aspect. There's like the course aspect, which is what another big reason why I wanted to go is like uh, I've luckily um, garnered this reputation for like being able to run downhill well here in the states, and mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, let's test myself like against the best. The best are running downhill, um, and it was great just you know having that experience. So the courses are very different. Uh, the fan base is very different. Like, right. I hope we eventually have that here in the U.S. And I think there's some races that do kind of have that. Like, I would say Western States is very close, um, but that is obviously a longer race. And then Broken Arrow is starting to kind of get that reputation as well. Um, but, yeah, these these folks just love, love mountain running, and that's really cool. And then um, it, what's kind of interesting, too, is, like, you don't think about it, but the U.S. is very large, at least for me. Um, it's very large, yet you kind of learn who your competition is very easily or very quickly. Mm -hmm. And like who what who's everyone's strengths and potential weaknesses. And also like a lot of those women are my friends, like really good friends that I text weekly or monthly or whatever. Right. And uh, going to Europe, it's the same thing, but they're from different countries. And it's just such a cool thing because... They're, you know, all speaking their different languages, but they all they all know each other like the U.S. 
space runners do. Um, so it was cool to be a part of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the level yeah. of professionalization over there also seems like to be a little bit different than what we're used to. And I think, I think some of the top runners like yourself and, and, you know, other folks who have spent some time over there are kind of getting used to that. But, um, you know, just from a production value standpoint and, and just the way that the, the top runners really treat it as a full-time job, I think is, is something that we're just sort of starting to experience here in the U S. Yeah, it was kind of funny because I was working while I was on the series and uh, I wouldn't be able to go to some of the nighttime things. And uh, some of the runners would kind of be confused. They're like, you're doing what? Like you're working right now? And I was like, yeah, I have to jump on this meeting. They're like, no, like, don't do that. Just come with us. I was like, no, like I need to keep my job. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, that was kind of an interesting uh, bounce to experience as well. Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit of a foreign idea to them. Um, Your year started unusually for you on the roads this year because you were involved in the project carbon x project i guess or whatever you want to call it tell, tell us about that experience because you know obviously that was that was for for fans of the sport an awesome day and and we got we got to see some record-breaking and near record-breaking performances it was pretty amazing what was it like being there tell us i, I think you spent a lot of time with camille right i did yes that was actually my first time meeting her as well um and Yeah, she just like, you could see why she's one of the best in the world. Uh, She's just got her craft really nailed down. And um, I felt like I didn't even need to be there and she would have hit the same bases. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think I was just there for show. But uh, regardless, it was it was really fun. Like it was fun to be running with an athlete of that caliber in her space, obviously, like in road ultras, like you just have to counter as like one of the best, if not the best in the world. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it was kind of funny because (laughs) I think just like a couple days before they told us the actual paces, whereas before we were kind of given this very large range of you could run 630 per mile or 650 per mile. And um, that's a big difference over 50K. (laughs) So training for it, too, my coach is like, well, we'll just try and get you in 630 face to where it feels comfortable not like a race or something uh and then i showed up and it ended up being i think like 640 or 645 um but anyways yeah that was that was really cool it was kind of funny because during the race i was like oh yeah like i should just stay in here i should just do the 100k people love that (laughs) i'm doing great and then we passed through the marathon i was like yeah this is amazing like i could do this all day and then I passed the 50K. I was like, get me the F out of here. <laughs> I was like, I cannot imagine being out here for another 50K. Um, yeah, those women and men are beasts. And I think they went out a little hot. There was a little bit of carnage. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, that made the event even more interesting. Um, but yeah, I'd never seen uh, 100K in that that full of a capacity because you see 100k in trail and they're just gone for hours and they come back right but actually like watching the carnage unfold each lap was just so cool and so unique and i never seen that before and yeah it convinced me i think i need a year maybe more <laughs> before i consider doing <laughs> that distance yeah i mean we love the trails but lap races are just so cool to follow along and really see yeah. what's happening like like you said right in front of you it's like i mean it's one thing to get the report afterwards but when you when you can really see it unfold like that it's it's so cool um yeah and that's i that's i think or for me that's a, a, why i think that arm of the sport is going to grow over the next few years just because it's so spectator friendly and as the the pool of spectators grows i think they're they're going to realize what a cool opportunity that is um and okay. you know there's there's more and more coverage on the trails as well so anyway 
Yeah, so that was actually that 50K, that was your longest run ever, right? I mean, have you gone beyond 50K at this point? Uh, no, I've done one other 50K in 2019. At, at Formidable, right? Champs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one so at that, right? That was my second one. And I did, yes. Yeah. 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 So for the near future, do you anticipate staying on the shorter trails and, and you know, going back to the Golden Trail series? Or are you going to start mixing some more ultras in? Um, I'm thinking of OCC this year. Nice. So I think that's like barely an ultra as well. I forget. It's like around, I don't know, it's over five hours. That counts as Yeah, yeah. No, OCC is <laughs> right around 50K, I think, 48K yeah. maybe, something like that. Yeah. Oh, that, no, yeah. that's, and that'll be great. There are a few, yeah. I think there are a few people who are going to target that this year. That's going to be really cool. Yeah. And a few of the girls who did the Golden Trail series, they raced that. And um, yeah, racing against them and talking to them about it, it gave me more confidence to want to do that race. Yeah. Definitely. Very cool. Very cool. What we're going to do, I think, since we do have a, a bit of a hard stop here, is we're going to move into our 20 questions format. Danny, what we like to do with 20 questions is we do this when we have you know, famous ultra runners or trail runners on such as yourself who have been on a bunch of podcasts and have been kind of asked the same questions over and over. And so we, we'd like to try and put a couple of, you know, funny ones in there or just a, a little bit of a different twist and kind of move through things in a, a little bit of a rapid fire way. If you want to expound on anything, great. If you want to just give us a two word answer, that's great too. And, and uh, we'll have a little bit of fun. All right. Cool. All Sounds right. Great. Good. Phil, as usual, why don't you take the first question? All right. Um, what is your favorite race? Um, like that I've ran? Yeah. Oh man, that's hard. Probably, there's two. There, the first one is Formidable in 2019, um, just because it was my debut ultra and I was fortunate enough for it to go really well, but also, um, I just like made a couple of really good friends there and I was racing against Rachel Drake, <laughs> which we didn't, we, that was the first time either of us had met each other and, uh, we've kind of been in the same space ever since. So I feel like that was a cool start to our friendship, both on the trails, but also as competitors. Um, and then Sky Rune this year in the golden trail series, it was just so special to me because it's how I made the final. Um, but also it had this very cool, like Basque country element. Like it was, it felt like a, a rave, like a trail race. <laughs> it was like Coachella meets mountain running. It was so wild. Oh. And um, yeah, it was just, it was really cool. That's awesome. That sounds amazing. Ra nice. Rachel Drake uh, also has been on the sky running circuit as well. She, was she the runner up a couple years ago? Is that right? Yes. So in 2020, they did like a, not the series. That's but right. Like they did the, the stage race, right? She was second there. That's yeah. Right. yeah. 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 Everyone who meets or talks about Rachel has nothing but amazing stuff to say. She, she might have to be our next guest, Phil. Yeah. Get yeah. her on. She's a gem. <laughs> All right. What is your go-to post-race meal? Um, probably a burrito or a burger. Excellent. And like everything, like whatever's <laughs> on their menu, all the plus $1, just throw them on there. <laughs> just get, get that $25 yeah. burger there. Good. Avocado $5, sure. <laughs> throw that on there. That sounds good. Um, do you have a coach? <laughs> I do. Yes. His name is Terry Howe. Um, he, is, he is such an, a special and important person in my life like as a coach, a mentor, and just as a friend. And uh, yeah, he started coaching me when I still had that like one foot in the door and everywhere else in my life. And he's just been so patient with me 
and uh yeah it's just it's just been cool because he he himself was a track runner and he coaches mainly road marathoners and i was his first trail runner and we just as just have had such a fun time, like developing my training plan and like seeing the the growth throughout the year. So yeah, big shout out to T Dog. <laughs> What's the worst injury you've ever had? Oof, man. Um, I like I was bouldering in 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no wait, 2017, and I broke my ankle. And unfortunately, it's given me problems ever since. So oh, really? I can say, yeah. It just like, I've done so much PT and stuff, but it just kind of healed a little funky because I did everything I wasn't supposed to in conjunction with everything I was supposed <laughs> to do. So, yeah, that's the worst because it's still kind of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right. <clears throat> if you had to race dressed in a costume, what would it be? Oh, that's such a good one. Oh, they get much I worse. Sh- Don't worry. <laughs> no, I love this. Enjoy them while they last. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be scraping I... the barrels. And... <laughs> um, I feel like I'd want to be like a, a piece of cheese and just like run as fast as I can and have like everyone chasing the piece of cheese or like a <laughs> like a banana, you know, and have like someone also dress up as a, a gorilla or something and just like look like I'm running away from Full something. Any... Value. I like it. Yes, yes. It's like an audience participation costume. That's fantastic. <laughs> yes. That race wouldn't be for a result. Just pure <laughs> comedy. <laughs> What's the toughest race you've ever been in? Oh, man. I would actually say, maybe because they're just fresh on my mind, but the El Hierro final, mm-hmm. not only was like the caliber of the field just insane like just thinking of everyone's results i mean you had like top three from occ and championships i don't know world champions um and like i've i felt like i was gonna black out like a solid three times because the heat was just insane no coverage aid stations super spread out i think kind of intentionally for us to carry more stuff but yeah i felt like mentally it was the toughest race i've ever pushed through that course um, looked brutal too. Yeah, it was. It was. They were so. Sorry, this is me ranting now, but no, like it's, the it's actual climbing, I think was only five miles of the race, and the race had like eight or nine thousand feet of climbing. So wow. each mile that you did, on average, had fifteen hundred feet of climbing. Wow! <laughs> it was. It was wild. Um, and I was like you guys would choose this as the final. Like the guy who made the course, I'm like, you're either like a genius or slightly something's off. Right. And a little bit yeah. of both. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of both. evil genius. No, yeah. Yeah. He just laughed maniacally. And I was like, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> um, what do you prefer? Technical trail or buttery single track? Mm, technical for sure. I think that's what makes this sport kind of special. <laughs> Not, not spoken like a Northern California girl at all, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they call it California carpet. Yeah. Well, I'm in the Sierra now, but yeah, Santa oh, Barbara. Yeah. Santa Barbara had technical trails. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Can see the air quotes there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite movie or the best movie that you've seen recently? That's funny because I definitely saw a movie recently where I was like, whoa, this is the best movie I've seen recently. And I already forgot it. So it must have not been that great. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Oh, um, uh, the Santa Claus. (laughs) Have you guys seen that? (laughs) 
<laughs> with Tim Allen. That's I watched it the other night and I was like, this is genius. Like all the jokes in the part where the doctor like puts the stethoscope on his heart and it's like a little Christmas jingle. And I was just like, this is, this is so good. Um, so I would say that. <laughs> all right. Very good. <laughs> all right. Um, who inspires you? Um, it's hard because I can think of so many people. I think that's where I struggle. Definitely my parents, my mom, she's a very strong woman. My coach, he's, he's a strong gentleman and just all my friends. I feel like, especially as I've gotten older, I like carefully choose the relationships I want to invest in. And I find myself being drawn to people that I'm inspired by. So it's hard to pick just one. I, I have, yeah. I'm lucky to have so many. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Cool. How often do you take rest days? Like completely resting probably every couple of months or so. Oh, wow. Um, so you're, you're a real everyday, everyday runner. It's kind of hard because I, <laughs> um, <laughs> I take my recovery days very, very easy. Right. Like I don't care if I'm running 10 minute pace nine minute pace, whatever feels good. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that helps me a lot mm -hmm. um, where I don't feel like I need rest days, like completely rest days a lot. Um, and then, yeah, I would say maybe every like, I don't know, I guess six to seven weeks, my coach will give me like a full day off or something, but I'll just ask for them as they come after races. I I'll take like a week, two week, three weeks off. Right. Um, yeah. I feel like I don't need them all the time because it's sprinkled throughout. Mm -hmm. Um, if you could compete in any non-running sport at the Olympics, what would it be? Oh, I thought you were just going to say sport. I was going to say obstacle racing. Um, <laughs> at the Olympics, uh, man, that's hard. Summer or winter um, is okay. Yeah. Oh, am I, automat am I automatically exceptional at it? I mean, you're good enough to go to the Olympics, the Olympics, so... Okay, okay, you okay. pretty exceptional, <laughs> I would think. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> um, probably snowboarding or ice skating. I am, like, so fascinated by ice skaters. Like figure they, skaters or speed skaters? Yeah, uh, figure skaters. Oh, wow. Because they're just, like, they're, like, on one of their feet, and they'll flip four times in the air and be moving super <laughs> fast and land yeah. without falling. It's yeah. insane. I mean, every yeah. sport, like the athletes are insane, but that one, I think because I don't know, I'm not fle very flexible. And then they're like doing their spins and stuff. And it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. What race is on your bucket list? OCC for sure. Mm -hmm. Western States for sure. I mean, once you're there, you just want to do it. Um, of course. This, this year I was just like, this is, I get it now. Like I, I kind of got it. You think you get it until you should go there and then you're like, okay, I get that's, this. That's exactly right. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, Zagama. I probably won't do it this year, unfortunately, but that's like, I guess Skyrune has like a similar vibe to that kind of Basque country. Right. And um, Sierra Zanel, yeah. uh, which I'd plan on doing this year. And um, Tarawera. I would say those are like top of those. Or Tarawera, the yeah. one in New Zealand. Yep, that's on uh, that too. That, yeah, yeah. That, looks, that looks so much fun. Yeah, technical yeah, trail exactly. runners. I think Zanal and um, and Zagama are like the the top of the, the heap for most of most most like real technical trail runners. I think. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully they are also the Coachella of uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I love that. I like that. Like, I need to go to a Coachella of, of running event somewhere, you know. You do. You do. Uh, if I don't so get a good. wristband, that's like the first red yeah. flag. <laughs> that's absolutely amazing. Um, all right. Um, what? Uh, which celebrity do you wish would follow you on Instagram? Who would I freak out about? <laughs> oh, dang. That's hard. Yeah, I told you. They're bad um, questions. Yeah, no, they're great. They're great. Um, I think like uh, Selena Gomez <laughs> or Emma Watson. Uh, they're nice. kind of my generation of girls, you know. And Selena Gomez, yeah. I am also a Hispanic woman. And so just seeing her like on the Disney Channel growing up, I just thought that was so cool. Awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, what's your favorite trail? Uh, the Sierra Mountains. <laughs> Okay. Way to narrow it down. <laughs> PCT. PCT. Okay, cool. Any part of the PCT. Nice. Or the John Mayer Trail. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that does look incredible, I have to say. Um, okay, what is your go-to karaoke song? Ooh. Uh, Mamma Mia. Oh, ABBA. ABBA. Yeah. 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 Good one. That's a, that's a classic. Speaks to all generations. Everyone yes. starts yeah. dancing. Um, yeah. And I feel that you've you've actually do a bit of karaoke. You were very quick with that answer. Yeah. Well, you'll uh, take a bit of time thinking. What's that song? You were like, "Mamma Mia!" Threw that straight yeah. out there. Every Monday, you can catch me. No, I'm kidding. Um, no. Uh, fun fact: I actually grew up going to karaoke bars because my parents loved karaoke. So I'd be yeah. like this little girl with all these adults just right. singing karaoke. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so I had to learn to pick a song. Yeah. Well, and that that fulfills like the the most basic tenet of karaoke, which is like pick a song that will get everyone in the bar <laughs> singing with you so that's really good exactly exactly <laughs> uh what motivates you when things start to suck it's like a really good one um i think it's just that you learn something from every everything that you experience right. and that you'll be tougher coming from it and i think it's just like recognizing it's always like a test of your character and like what do you want your character to be uh both like the strengths and hopefully identifying weaknesses too. Um, yeah, I'm a big person about like loyalty, perseverance, and just having a good moral compass. Um, so I feel like that helps me when things suck to, to try and like navigate my way through. Nice. Awesome. Um, what is your favorite beer? Ooh, I do like IPAs and blondes. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> oh, there's so many ways this can go. Uh, the beer I can drink the most or <laughs> the beer sure. that tastes good. <laughs> um, I feel like I can never go wrong with Great White. Do you guys know that one? Sure. Okay. <laughs> it's good. That's a good choice. Okay. It has the shark on it. <laughs> yes. What is the best concert you've ever seen or alternatively, the most recent concert you've been to? Best concert, Take You Back Sunday, Good Charlotte, and Yellow Card, uh, all together. I was a big punk rock person growing up, and yeah, that was like so sick. I jumped up the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> nice, awesome. Those are those are like three of Phil's favorite bands. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, what is the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to you at a race or otherwise? 
Uh, I can't think of a race one. If it was embarrassing, it probably happened when no one was watching. So I was like, well, luckily no one saw that. Um, but there is this very imprinted embarrassing moment in my life where I was at a soccer game uh, growing up. And, you know, uh, well, in soccer, you have to, like, show them your shin guards and then show that you have matching uniforms and stuff. <laughs> and so I was standing in line and they're going through and they get to me. And they're like, okay, show us your matching shorts. And I like pulled down my shorts and I wasn't, I just had my underwear on. So like as a young girl, <laughs> that was very embarrassing. Uh, I totally forgot to put my shorts on. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's a really Is that good the point answer. when you moved away from soccer into running? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I so, but it was such a great career change. Yeah, I was like, there goes my Mia Ham. I got to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's really good. All right, last one. Who would play you in a movie based on your life? And Emma Watson is a perfectly valid answer. <laughs> or Selena Gomez. <laughs> or Selena yeah. Gomez, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like, yeah. Maybe one of them, or maybe the girl that plays Ray in Star Wars. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Daisy Ridley. I, I've gotten her some, but honestly, my friend Caitlin Fielder that I just made on this series, she's from New Zealand. She doesn't really look like me, but I feel like she could play me pretty well. Right. <laughs> you just get the get yeah. the personality down. Yeah, exactly. Perfect, <laughs> Danny. This was really fun. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Of course. I appreciate it. Yeah, what's Love next for you? Um, I'm actually going to do some track races. I oh, really nice. want to break. Yeah, I want to break 16 in the 5K. Um, it's just been like something in the back of my head these last couple of years, but I haven't committed time to it. Um, so I'd like to see if I can, if I come up like 1605 or something. At least I tried. But um, yeah, I feel like it's a fun little personal project. I'm turning 30 this year too. So I was also like, let's see if I can do it before I turn 30. Um, So I'll do that for the first part and then I'll start to slowly transition into trails and stuff. So you're looking at like a full spring track season then? Potentially. Hopefully it doesn't take me all season. (laughs) But um, yeah, so 5K. Well, I guess to expand on that, break 16 in the 5K and then if I could break like 33 40 in the 10k those are my two goals so nice. i'm hoping to do the 5k first and the 10k and do that for the first part of the year up until may and then i'll transition transition to the golden trail series which mm-hmm. they're announcing the schedule for that tomorrow okay cool yeah good luck hopefully the schedule is in your favor and uh and occ as well that'll be awesome we can't wait to follow along there Thanks. I really appreciate that. (laughs) Thanks to everyone for listening. And until next time on The Pain Cave, keep putting one foot in front of the other. Broken down and beaten up. The years have been long and tough, but I'm not dead. Happy now just to spend some time with friends and have a roof above my head. I'm not jaded, just been faded like a good old pair of jeans. Rusted like a proud old car that's drove a little too far and seen too much rain. But long ago, as a child, I look about the night sky in wild wonderment. And ride the bus, feel upset to think of all the years I'd have to go through there. I was still young, 
was still young. And I was still. 